So it's actually something that's quite difficult to explain also for me because sometimes I start with a street photography idea and sometimes I start from an idea that's much more abstract. Even if I've started from something like street photography, I like to... This photography podcast is brought to you by Frames, quarterly printed photography magazine. Here is your today's host, W. Scott Olsen, with another fascinating conversation. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Frames Podcast. My name is Scott Olson, and today we have something that we have never tried before. We have a real treat. As you know, photography, like dance, like architecture, like music, is an international language. The image clearly translates to everybody. But our way to talk about the image is language-based. And today, I have the real pleasure of talking with Italian photographer Reno Rossi. Reno is a member of the Frames community. His style is immediately recognizable. However, I don't speak a word of Italian. So we have the real benefit and, and the real honor of talking with Abby Prowse today. Abby is the founder of Linguamore. And Abby, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing really well, thanks, Scott. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Give the people listening a little bit of a sense. Where are you this afternoon? So I am based in northern Italy. I live in Veneto, which is a region that's famous for its Prosecco and for things like tiramisu and Aperol. <laughs> All the good things. Mm-hmm. And I am a Italian to English translator and an English copywriter and writer. <laughs> so I do a number of different things, but I mainly concern myself with writing content for companies or clients who aren't um, native English speakers and who are looking to break into an English speaking market. We are tremendously grateful. And I'm, I am looking forward to this. <laughs> Again, I don't speak a word of Italian, so I get to listen to a beautiful language. What a treat it is to have you helping us out get past the language barrier to talk about what's really important, and that is these marvelous images. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Reno, good morning to you, sir. How are you? Good morning. So, bene, bene. I'm doing well, obviously, at the moment. There are a few problems, but yeah, I'm doing well. <laughs> Well, wonderful. Let's just jump right into the deep end. Reno, your style of photography is really compelling and and really alluring. Talk to me about the early days. I I read in other interviews that you first wanted to be a writer. Tell me about how you got from being very young until today. So when I was a child, I had a very natural gift for writing. I was a very good writer. Unfortunately, I didn't develop these skills enough. And so I went on to study science, but I never graduated. So I started working with music. I worked in uh, vinyl stores and CD stores. So I ended up coming into contact with a lot of different vinyls and CDs, which I think influenced me in terms of my my art now. I think cinema played a large part in my love for photography. Um, I was very, very passionate about cinema, and I think I carried that on throughout later into my life as well. I began shooting photos first with my iPhone, and that's where I started with iPhone photography. Well, that that leads me to um, a couple of questions, actually. First, one of your early jobs was working in a movie theater, uh, if I remember from reading another interview. 
and your appreciation for music. Do you see photography as being a narrative form, as being a form of storytelling? I see it more as working with sounds. So I often think of my images as matching with different sounds instead of a narrative. Oh, that is tremendously interesting because your work is almost tactile. Say, say more about how sound and image relate. It's not something that's always planned, matching of sounds and images. It's something that sometimes just happens when you're working on the photo. So the reason that uh, my my images are often quite full and multi-layered is because I like to use loads of different applications to give it that depth and that fullness. You have done traditional um, street photography or documentary photography, and yet you have this highly stylized version as well. Say more about the highly stylized version. What kind of an impression are you trying to leave? What kind of... of feeling do you want me to take away? So it's actually something that's quite difficult to explain also for me because sometimes I start with a street photography idea and sometimes I start from an idea that's much more abstract. Even if I've started from something like street photography, I like to add a little bit of fantasy into it, not just reality. I think that is one of the most compelling things about your photographs. Uh, you say fantasy. Oftentimes, uh, I can see that oftentimes it seems like a, a watercolor painting. I'm wondering if we could hear the story of one particular image. This is one that you've titled It's Gone that you posted on October 23rd. Tell me the story of this image. Si tratta di una foto ripresa casualmente. So this is a photo that I took just on the street randomly. The person in the photo doesn't know that I took the photo. That's why this photo is so imprecise. Um, it's not actually publishable from a photographical point of view. So I made it more artistic, more like a painting. Um, so the applications that I used to edit this photo were Repix and iColorama. And then the different textures and the frames um, that were added afterwards were done using MaxStore and Stackables. Describe, if you could, your aesthetic. What is it you're after with the manipulations that you do to this photo or any of the others? I try to give my photography the idea of being either a painting or a CD cover. That's where I draw most of my inspiration from. You call this not photography. You call this iPhone or, or iPhotography. What about the iPhone is appealing uh, when so many people you know, are racing towards a different kind of technology? Allora, innanzitutto la praticità, in assoluto. Firstly, the practicality, because having an iPhone with all the right applications on it is almost like having a whole studio with you all the time. Obviously, you have to understand the limits of the iPhone because it's not something without any limits, but you're able to still create things that are decent. I also sometimes use an Olympus Frameless, a digital camera, but I use this to to create more official photos, let's say. Um, but even with these photographs, I then edit them using the same applications. Okay, there is another picture which I find absolutely evocative and remarkable. For the people listening in that are Frames members, uh, this was posted on October 9th. It's a f uh, image titled Caught. Uh, Reno, if you would t tell me the whole story from beginning to posting it on frames, uh, the story of this image. 
So this photo is taken from a series of photographs that I did with this girl, with this model, using my Olympus, my digital camera. This is one of the photos that is part of the series that hasn't been published elsewhere. The rest of the series hasn't been published yet, and I'm hoping that it will be published, but obviously with the pandemic, things are a little bit up in the air at the moment. <laughs> in this image, I want to include my, my history, a little bit of my story. Um, so I work in a factory, and the clothing, the clothing that the girl is wearing is made of packaging. So the hat is plastic and the cape that she's wearing is made from bubble wrap that we use to package our product. Now that you say that, I can see some of that, but that was never my uh, first reaction. It looked almost like a crown and, and a thick robe of some sort. So I wanted to, to filter reality a little bit, um, and I wanted to base this on some of my music history as well. So CD covers and vinyls still. One thing I like to do in my style of graphic is to mix vintage with a more sort of painting-y style. I wanted to mix up uh, the idea of my current job, some of my old passions, and obviously the beauty of the photograph itself as well. Well, I can certainly see the influence of the of the CD covers and the painting and, and the, the film. It, it's got a really, really interesting aesthetic. Some of your other photographs, however, um, are much more hard angled. Is that a, a different style? Is that simply what the individual image seems to be asking? The hardness in some of my images is down to um, the musical thing. So every day I try to pair a track or a song with an image. So the hardness of the image depends on the sound of the track. What are you working on now? What's going to be the next bit of output? Okay, this is a piece that I really care about. Um, the piece I'm the project I'm working on at the moment. And um, it's based on a piece called Parola, which means word. There are nine pieces in the series, each of them based on a different word. And every picture uses the same girl from the image that we looked at before. So the same model. Nine images, 50 by 70, and framed. So there'll be a speaker um, within each image as well, which will uh, play a loop of sound. And, and when, when do you think you're going to be showing this? So I'm hoping to be able to present it soon. Um, I'll need to prepare a little better um, to be able to present it soon because at the moment in Italy, exhibitions and photography and galleries, they're suspended at the moment, so they can't go on. Well, I look forward to it. And that leads me into my last question because everything is shutting down again for the second or the third time. Do you think the pandemic is going to have a, a major impact on how pho photographers uh, search for subjects. The pandemic, unfortunately, is going to have caused problems on all levels. But I couldn't really say how much I think it will affect photographers or other artists. We'll have to wait and see. Reno, thank you very much. This has been a fascinating conversation. Thank you so much to Scott and thank you to Abby. Um, it's been a really special opportunity and it's been a lot of fun, a half an hour of fun for me <laughs> and abby thank you to you especially you, you've got the real the, the real work here going on no worries until it's been really fun grazie, abby, grazie. thank you everyone frames because excellent photography belongs on paper 
visit us at www.readframes.com.